This is Alyssa Olenek of Little List Fitness. And I'm Kate, otherwise known as Coach Carmichael. We are PhD students, endurance athletes who lift, outdoors enthusiasts, and entrepreneurs. We believe the narrative of the fitness and wellness industry is often far too extreme. So forget about the black and white messages that you've heard. On this podcast, we believe that life is best lived in the messy middle. Hello there, everybody, and welcome back to the Messy Middle Podcast. I'm super excited about today's guest. Not only is it their first ever podcast interview, but it should not be the last. Kels is an amazing fitness Instagram fitness coach, strength coach, certified personal trainer, and she prides herself on educating women on the importance of strength training and what we like to say is not doing stupid shit, right? So she believes in the philosophy of being strong in Snatch that you can't have it both. And I want to have Kelsey on the podcast today because one, I think she's an amazing example of what it looks like to be a certified personal trainer in this field doing it right. I never want my followers who are certified personal trainers who feel like they need to go to school for 10 years to do amazing work in this field. You don't. And Kelsey is an amazing example of that. Her content is really good. We should look to her for amazing content creation, but it's also funny, factual, informative, and it does an amazing job on educating women on how to actually strength train appropriately and that you can have those body composition goals that you want, but you can do it in a less stupid way. So she emphasizes, you know, fighting against the quick fixes, the really crappy weight loss programs, the body and booty blasting workouts, detoxes, and those other extremes in the health and fitness industry, and especially in the personal training space. So we are so excited to have here today to drop her knowledge, her audience, to you guys, hopefully to inspire those of you who are trying to get strong and snatch, but also maybe those of you who are certified personal trainers and you're confused what you need to do to, you know, have a career and make an impact and seeing how amazing of a job Kelsey is doing in this space. We are so excited to have you here. Thank you so much for being on our podcast today. Thank you all so much. I'm so excited to be here today. <laughs> okay. I, I just have to say before we get into the interview that your logo is like the flexing arm that's bent into the shape of a heart and I am obsessed with it. I feel like it perfectly captures like both a love of strength training and all the like love that you put out into the world with your educational content that's free on Instagram, by the way. Um, so I just... Just, hey, go look, just go ahead and go to her Instagram while you're listening to this right now. It's so cute. I feel like we're just hyping up her Instagram, really. Just like while you're listening yeah, to this podcast, it. open your app. Um, yeah. One thing that I, that I think is fun that I do appreciate is that you have so much energy and personality on your page. And a lot of people kind mm -hmm. of just, they either just don't have it or like they're just hiding it. So hopefully that comes out in everything we have today. Yeah. <laughs> it comes natural. It'll, it'll come. I promise. It's not, you're just born with it, right? Yeah. Like maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's, yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. So one of the things that we love to do on our podcast is we love to have our guests share their messy middle journey. Cause I think that's something that so many people resonate. They either can identify with who you were maybe five, 10 years ago and, or seeing where you're at now and wanting to be there, or maybe there's somewhere, you know, in between those two spots on your quote unquote journey, as we like to call it mm -hmm. and their experiences through the extremes of fitness, diet culture, and they're finding their way to a more sustainable approach. So before we talk about how you help women actually do this through your programs and strength training and everything like like that. Where does your messy middle journey begin? And like, how did that, you know, fold out for you? Okay. So my journey, <laughs> like, let's buckle up. My journey up. <laughs> with all the extremes of all the extremes. Um, it's kind of cliche. I started off, I was in my early twenties, you know, I went to school. I will, of course, let's backtrack actually. Um, I start growing up. I was in a, raised in a super athletic family. Um, mm -hmm. All my siblings played collegiate um, sports, and whenever I, it was time for me to go to school, I was like, 
I'm not. I just want to be a student. I've never just had the opportunity to just be a student. So I did that. I went to school and was just a student. And I gained like 20 pounds in my first year of not being, you know, active, really. And then, of course, drinking and things like that. So whenever I finally realized, like, I needed, like, oh, I needed to uh, lose weight, essentially, I was going, I was at work, I was living in Miami, and I had to go up three flights of stairs for at, at my work. And I could not breathe. Like, I could not, I had to stop and sit down because I was like, oh, girl, like, <laughs> I can't breathe. Like, and I was like 22. And at that point, I was weighing, I mean, I'm a pretty tall girl. I'm 5'7". Um, but I was weighing like 230, which for me was my heaviest. So I was like, okay, we're gonna, you know, get it together. And we're gonna lose this weight. So what do I do? I got an Instagram. <laughs> yes. What does every 22-year-old do when they're about to lose weight? Whether it's one pound or 100 pounds, you got to get the gram, right? Right. So I went to Instagram, looked up all the hashtags. And living in Miami, Herbalife was like the thing. That was popular. That was what you did to lose weight. So I went and bought Herbalife, and I did my two shakes and I mean, I lost weight. Granted, when I did lose the weight, I looked like a stick. I had no muscle. I was doing all the cardio in the world. And in the end, when I hit that goal weight, it was like, okay, but I still don't like how I look, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I was able to lose the weight. And then in turn, I didn't look how I wanted. So then I had to kind of like reprogram my thinking. And that's when I got really got into strength training. And I was like, oh my God, like, I can build up the way I want to look and still be comfortable with a certain weight, whatever that weight may be. And at the mm-hmm. end of the day, it really opened my eyes to like the number on the scale doesn't correlate to a look or whatever. That was the first mm-hmm. time I ever really understood anything about body composition. And mm-hmm. so I was like, okay. And then so from there, it really turned into like, how can I help other people? Because I was like, oh my goodness. Everyone that I see who wants to lose weight, one, in reality, they it's not really a weight thing. It's more of a body fat thing, right? So mm-hmm. I was like, there's so many people who are out here who are doing all this cardio. And I was like, I've been there. I know what's going to turn around. I'm like, no, stop. <laughs> turn around. Can we get Luke to edit that song in? <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. Lift some weights. And so now I'm a huge advocate of like trying to get some weights in every female hands that I meet because it is... It's such, there's such a stigma around women lifting weights and I just want to break that completely. So yeah, there's that. I also did like wrapping, putting stuff on my stomach oh, yeah. and yeah, yeah. Like, to sweat and thinking like the sweat is the fat leaving the body, girl. Mm-hmm. Like- so you were, you were a victim of multi-level marketing culture. Oh, I'm so oh, sorry yeah. for you. <laughs> oh, and I am so against MLMs. And now I, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I was that person. I never sold it, but I was like, I was consuming the products. Like I thought Herbalife was, you know, the, the beast knees. I don't know. Like I thought it was it. And Girl, the the way it's advertised to you and and shared with you. And Mm -hmm. I think it's important to note here, guys, that like that being falling victim to these things doesn't make you bad. I think we we all did. I mean, there's some things that I believed about eight years ago about nutrition that I could punch myself in the face for now. So falling for these things isn't bad. But Herbalife, especially like I 
I didn't have that in the North, but I remember coming to visit my friend in the South. And for some reason, I think it was just a lot bigger here. And they had those pop-up shops and you would go and you would order the shakes. And like, it was like a whole, it was a whole thing. It was a whole culture. culture. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't even realize it. Like, so for example, it's popping up a lot here in in Texas, like the the Mm -hmm. nutrition shops. And it's like, sometimes you don't even know that that's what it is. Like, Mm -hmm. you don't know that it's, you're consuming Herbalife products. So and that's another thing, like you're a, you can find so many like different quality proteins than something like that, where it's like a complete meal replacement when it's not really a meal replacement. So, yeah. so at what point did you realize that when, and when you were doing all this, obviously you kind of came to that journey of needing strength training over just, you kind of like, you're like, oh wait, this doesn't actually work. But yeah. at what point did you kind of make that realization that you were just kind of replacing your meals with shakes and that was creating an energy deficit, but not actually fueling maybe your body for the goals? Cause I think like, if you're an active woman, like you are now and you're strength training, those two shakes aren't giving you much of anything oh, sure. to do the work that you want to sure. do. Right. So how was that for you? Like switching that mindset of like, okay, you kind of knew you're like, okay, I can't just do infinite cardio that's not working anymore. That's clearly like you're done with it. You know, you want to lift, but then where did you make that switch to finally, you know, kind of coming out of that, that trap of like wrap, saran wrapping your body and living off of inadequate protein? Yeah. Okay. So basically, uh, this all goes to, um, our, my sister and I, we have a physical therapist in Miami who well, cause I was living in Miami at the time who actually does uh, powerlifting. So him and his mm-hmm. friend own a powerlifting gym. And so when I started training there, I was like, and I'm talking like old school, like beat up, old, you know, powerlifting yeah. gym like that. The best dirty, gyms to train in, right? Dirty sure. machines were like 30 years old plus like that kind of gym. And when I told him <laughs> that I was doing Herbalife, he was like, you need to stop that. And you need to, <laughs> like, you need to stop. And it was literally, there was, if it weren't for him, I probably not now, but I would have continued for a really long time because I, it didn't, it didn't, it literally didn't click to me until he was just like, no, like you need to eat. Like, yeah, that, that was pretty much it. And I was like, okay. And then like, at that point, when I saw pictures, I was like, oh my God, yeah, I'm losing weight. And then I was like looking at my legs and I had like no hamstrings anywhere I didn't have any quads it was just like oh I'm just like disappearing at this point yeah and I think this is a great point to make and I'm sure you see this with the women that you work with in your own journey is a lot of these things they market so well that you think it's the healthy and the correct thing to do but it's actually hurting you like your health and your metabolism and all these things because it's like you're not you're losing muscle even if you're losing weight and fat you're either not developing or losing muscle or you're not even doing the things that promote like muscle uh, muscle growth or bone density right. or like metabolic health, like the things that you pro- you practice and preach now and that you share on your page. And it's, it's crazy to go through that mindset of like truly believing that that's healthy and then having someone look at you and like having to reshift that entire identity to like, wait, mm-hmm. I'm not doing the right thing. Cause right. that's all you're told. Right. Yeah. And so I'm sure you see that a lot with, you know, the people that you work with, but in your own journey, I th- I'm sure like, how did you feel in that moment when your world was rocked? And you I, were like, yeah, what? I was literally shook. I was like, what do you mean I'm supposed to be eating food? Like, like it just literally did not click for me. And I was like, okay. And they literally sold like chicken breast by the pound. And then I just started like ramping up on protein and was like eating because I was like, Oh my goodness. Like, like I said, I was like completely disappearing and I was just like completely shook. And then from that point, that's when I was like, Oh my God, like I got to learn like what I'm doing, everything completely Mm -hmm. wrong. So when I thought I was doing it right. So I was just like, 
okay, I got to make a switch. And then from that point on, that's when I started studying for my CPT because I was like, girl, this is not like, this is not right. This is not it. Mm-hmm. So. And we like to share um, timelines with our audience in terms of like, what's realistic? Like how, how quickly was that journey transformation? Uh, you know, I think a lot of people have this belief that as soon as you know the right thing as if, you know, one piece of information will completely, mm-hmm. you know, disillude you for all of the stuff that has been drilled into you for, for years. How does that how long does that process take that shift of, okay, I'm 22 and I'm trying to lose weight all the way to like, I'm studying for my CPT mm-hmm. and I'm sure since then you've evolved and grown a bunch too. So, right. Yeah. So from when I first started working out, um, well, I will say working out because I, I definitely decide like, um, have two different perceptions of the two working out is when I was just going in there and just kind of you know, picking up some weight and then doing cardio. And now years later, I train, I go in there with like a program, mm-hmm. things like that. So when I first started working out, it it was probably in like 2016. And it took me like a full year, probably to, for me to just still be like, okay, I'm still doing the right things. In reality, I wasn't. So it was probably a little over a year until he was like, look, like, this is wrong. <laughs> you know, you're not doing it right. And I was like, excuse me like this is what I know I know what I'm doing and then from there it was like I kind of started studying but it took it wasn't like an overnight thing it wasn't like I just got on Instagram and figured out like oh my god these are the um movements I should be doing or the exercises and then I Mm -hmm. knew what I was doing not the case at all yeah and now you're a strong advocate of women lifting heavy and you're brushing up against these extreme messages that women have been told that, you know, they need to do an absurd amount of cardio to get toned like you yourself tried, right? Um, Or that they need detoxes or extreme diets to arrive at a body that they will love, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So how do you break down these narratives for women? How did you do it for yourself? How are you breaking it down for your clients now and replace them with a love of strength training? So strong and snatch. That's my thing. You could be strong and still have that desired look because a lot of women, they come in and they're like, oh, I want to look this way, da-da-da, when, and tone, I want to get toned, when in reality, toning is building muscle. That's, I I hate the word tone so much. If I could like eliminate that from everyone's vocabulary, I would. Yes. It's, it makes me, it makes me so upset because people will come to me and they're like, I want to get toned. And I'm like, okay, so you want to build muscle. I love it. I'm here for mm-hmm. it. We're about to lift, period. You know? So my what I share is like, look, we you can still get that desired look, but you're going to have to lift to get that. Another thing that I share too is just like being able to actually eat. So meal replacements mm-hmm. and things like that, I'm 100% against. Of course, people feel a lot of times, this goes for me too are under eating for their goals. So people will send me a picture. Oh, I want to look like this person. And I'm like, first of all, mm. you are not lifting or eating enough to even build that kind of muscle to be tone. Quote mm-hmm. quotes here, you know, like, so yeah. 
Yeah. And you just mentioned, you know, people will send you and, and be like, I want to look like this person. And we see a lot of body comparison and even worse, body shaming on platforms like Instagram. So how are you helping your clients transform uh, this mindset and see their bodies as beautiful instead right. of trying to shape it like whoever they think is attractive? Yeah. And I'm, I'm guilty. I was guilty of this too. I mean, I thought I was going to- Oh, we all. Yeah, yeah. I thought I was going to look like Serena Williams. Like, <laughs> So, um, but just letting them know, like, you know, everyone, everybody's body is different. You know, even if you Mm -hmm. ate, if we, all three of us ate the exact same thing and did the exact same workouts, we would still not look the same, you know? So Mm -hmm. that's one thing I just try and let them know, like everyone's made special in their own way. You can look at someone and be like, okay, I like the way they're shaped maybe I want, you know, my quads to pop a little more like hers. Okay. We can work on that. But to get that exact same body, it's, it's Mm -hmm. not a Like, Do you think your relationship with weight training and like sculpting yourself, like not trying to look like somebody else, but sculpting yourself with strength is, is that something that's really like transformed your personal mindset that like helps clients as well. Like, Hey, if you just start picking up a weight and you, you start to transform your body and you can see what your body is capable of. I mean, is that what is really impactful you think about strength training in terms of quote unquote shaping your body composition? Yeah. hundred percent. I, yeah, I honestly, if I have never, if I had never picked up a barbell or any weights, I would be walking around like who knows what, like super skinny, not that super skinny is wrong, just no muscle definition, anything. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely something that I try to push out to my clients because, and and also because strength training is so empowering, especially as women, Mm -hmm. I feel being able to lift heavy stuff, especially upper body things, because we be going too ham on lower body sometimes. It is just really, really empowering. And that feeling that you that I get is something I want my clients to be able to to feel as well and feel confident in themselves to be able to go, you know, to the weight section of the the gym or whatever, you know. Okay, so we're gonna pivot a little here, but it kind of comes on the same the same topic of strength training and finding that. But I think that it comes to these are one of those stronger opinions that not everyone always loves in the fitness space. But you have a shirt and a saying and a post that talks about nobody cares, work harder. And I think that's really important when it comes to our fitness goals and especially strength training or like saying this is my goal, but then not willing to maybe necessarily do the things that align with that goal. Um, So can you share with our listeners how this phrase came about and the message you want to share with it? Yeah. So basically it is literally just me telling myself, um, I can't think of exactly when it happened, but I'm probably, I'm leaning towards, I was doing some cardio. Okay. I'm I'm pretty sure (laughs) I was doing some cardio and I probably just did not want to do it. And Like, I know my goals, I want to be a little more lean, but your girl likes to eat too. So, I mean, I gotta, I gotta do what I gotta do. And so with that, you know, you may not always want to do the cardio. You may not always want to go lift, but you have goals and you care about your goals. So nobody cares that you don't want to go do your cardio. So you just got to work. You just got to put in the work. If that's what your goal is, 
no one's going to care about it but you. So yeah, absolutely. I think we've talked about this on the podcast before where it's like people will ask, and I'm sure you've gotten this too, like, how do you stay motivated? And that question just really irks me because it's like, I'm never motivated (laughs) at the time. I'm really not. And, and like you said, nobody cares. You have to be the one to put in the work. Nobody's going to hold your hand and do it for you. And it's never going to be easy. And I think we as a society would benefit a lot if we shifted our mindset from like easy is good and, and, and maybe reframe that to something that's worth achieving. is going to be hard. (laughs) It's going to be challenging. Yeah. If it's it's something that you really want, you have to, you, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about, you have to go put in the work period. Like you can't expect someone else to do it for you because nobody is going to care about your goals like you do. That's Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love that because it it, it forces people to take um, like responsibility yeah, like for the things. Yeah, yeah, and I think a true too when it comes to like strength training and getting women or anyone to join strength training, regardless of who it is, is that people will say like, "Well, I have this goal," and you're like, "Okay, well, this is what you're going to have to do to get this goal," and it kind of comes in and ties into that that narrative and conversation we have around like doing what you like and enjoy is totally fine for exercise for health. But if you have some specific goal, like if you want more mm-hmm. muscular quads, you're not going to be able to like do only like Pilates to get that right. necessarily. Like at some point you're going to have to do the work that needs to get done to get there right. and taking responsibility for that and, or admitting that maybe that isn't truly the path that you want to take for that goal and being, and that's okay. That's okay to do that. But when you say, okay, I want to do this and saying, okay, well, this is the responsibility I have to take to get to this endpoint. Right. Yeah. hundred percent. And that, and that kind of goes into, um, just like you were talking about being, you know, just being able to move your body, like just for health, because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it, it's all health, right? People go into fitness and think, oh, it's because I want to look a certain way. Sometimes like people just want to work out just for, you know, their health. The Messy Middle Podcast will be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. Are you confused about what supplements you should actually be taking? In a world full of juice cleanses, detox teas, fancy promises, it can really be hard to trust anything. But high quality supplements, when dosed appropriately, can actually help support your fitness goals. And that's why I use Legion. I've been using Legion supplements since the beginning of this year, and after years of never really fully committing to one single brand due to lack of transparency in their labeling, unnecessary fluff, or just reporting things as blends and not knowing what's actually my product, I finally found a solid science-based product line that fits my supplementing needs. Legion's products are 100% naturally sweetened, and my favorite part, they are fully transparent in their labeling, and they use dosages that are actually backed by what the science says you need to be effective and support your fitness goals. And not the least amount you can get away with, and not just labeling as blends, but fully transparently telling you what's in your product and why they dosed it that way. And this is huge, because it lets you know exactly what you're taking and if it's actually going to be effective, and then you can know what's going into your body. My personal favorites are their cinnamon cereal whey. Yes, it tastes as good as it sounds. The mocha cappuccino plant protein. Pulse, their pre-workout, which comes in non-stimulant or caffeinated stimulant based. And Recharge, the recovery blend, which also gives me the creatine I need to move weights well in the gym. Legion offers 100% money back guaranteed if you're not happy with their products. And you can save 20% off your first order today with our code MESSYMIDDLE at checkout. That's M-E-S-S-Y. M-I-D-D-L-E at checkout to save 20% today. You guys are always asking me, Liz, what the heck do you do on your long runs? And Kate has recently converted me to Audible. With Audible, I'm able to combine my two favorite pastimes, running and 
learning. <laughs> if that isn't the most Alyssa thing, I don't know what is. I know, right? So Audible has helped carry me many, many miles with audiobooks and podcasts. And the best thing about it is I'm able to download them directly to my phone and listen to them while I'm offline, running through the woods in the middle of nowhere with no cell service. And since I have a reading list approximately as high as I am tall, there's no other way I'd be able to consume so much with how busy I am. That's exactly why I love Audible. I've been a member for years now because I honestly cannot read enough books if I have to sit down to read them all. Audible has been a godsend because I can listen to audiobooks while I'm cooking, working out, or walking my pup Rocky, but my favorite way to use Audible is as I'm going to sleep, and you guys, I recently found out that Audible has bedtime stories narrated by none other than Nick Jonas and Tony Shalhoub, who you may know as the character Monk. Their voices are like so perfectly sultry and like they really guide you off to sleep. It's incredible. So every month, members get one credit to pick any title, no matter the cost, plus two Audible originals from a monthly selection, and access to daily news digest and guided meditation programs, dare I say, by no other than the Pete Diddy himself. If that doesn't scream littlest meditation, I don't know what does. The Audible app is available on all smartphones and tablets, and you can download titles to listen offline anywhere and anytime. You can start listening today with a 30-day trial. You get one title plus two Audible originals for free when you visit audibletrial.com slash messymiddle. That's audibletrial.com slash M-E-S-S-Y-M-I-D-D-L-E. On that, um, how do you work with clients in shaping their goals? Because it's it's personal, right? Right. Everybody has their own um you know, things that they like, like to accomplish, whether it's like aesthetic or it's something like I want to hit this number right. on my bench press. Right? right. So how do you manage working with different goals? And um, what are some of like your ways that you navigate tracking progress? So the way, so a lot of clients, they already come in, like I was saying, people come in knowing they're going to be lifting. So for them, and this is sometimes for some of my clients, this is the first time they're actually ever lifting or even just body weight doing a pushup. So I usually get a lot of performance-based um, goals. Um, mm -hmm. And so by tracking, we'll track um, by week, you know, just rep counts at the beginning, just kind of like rep counts, seeing if we're actually progressing. Besides rep counts and just performance goals, definitely, definitely uh, pictures. Uh, because mm -hmm. on one side, people come to me because they know they want to lift, but of course they want to drop body fat. When you And I always tell them, you know, when you look at yourself every day, because they'll come and be like, oh, I don't see no results. I haven't seen any. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you look at yourself every day. Take some pictures, you know, take a picture at the beginning of the month and maybe every two weeks and then post them side, like put them side by side. And then you will see the results because fat loss, I mean, it's not like you're just going to completely drop 10, you know, 10% body fat or whatever. And it's going to be like super noticeable, right? It's gradual. So pictures is for sure something that I, I tell people, you know, like this is something that we have to do um, to track progress as well. I try and stay away. I mean, depending on the client, if they're mentally in the right headspace to step on the scale, we'll step on the scale. Mm -hmm. um, but I try and do like uh, photos, um, measurements and even just if even if that those two are too much find a piece of clothing like so if it's a dress you haven't worn in so long or jeans you want to try try and get back in let's use that as a measurement 
that way it's you know because the scale is the devil you know so the mm. scale can be a lot on some people so I try and stay away from that for cer- certain clients so definitely yeah those kind of things I think it's great that you you emphasize that that is not a an appropriate metric for everyone. And I know that like, especially for women, the scale and the focus on weight and weight loss can be really strong and compulsive even. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's important that you do have other ways to share your progress, like through pictures or, um, you know, your progress in your lifts, which is great. And yeah, so I think it's really great that you are emphasizing that with your clients and you're not putting pressure on them. And like you said, in your own personal journey, you know, when you reach that quote unquote goal weight, when you got skinny, right, that like wasn't what you were really looking for. Like the scale didn't, didn't do it for you. Yeah. Once I hit that, that goal weight, it was like, okay, finally I reached it. And then when I looked at myself in the mirror, I'm like, well, why don't I like how I look because I'm at my goal weight, you know? So a hundred percent. Yeah. I'm the scale. It's, it's iffy with the scale. So all the time on Instagram, you do this, you make your funny reels or you make jokes or you use, you make memes or whatever it is. You ask comedy to do this, but you push back against workouts that are crazy and complex and they have a bunch of strange movement patterns or really erratic or have Mm -hmm. a thousand reps, which we kind of talked about already. And so can you speak to the importance of simplifying your gym routine to make it more effective? And, you know, we already talked about how doing whatever you need to do for health and movement is fine. We kind of already addressed that, Mm -hmm. but how being more simple in your approach is Mm -hmm. actually going to make it probably mentally easier easier to to do your workouts but also it's going to make it so you actually reach your goals a lot more you know a lot more realistically but probably with a lot less headache yeah 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 definitely I'm uh, I'm completely against the lunge bicep curl shoulder press kind of situation that and and I'm I I make fun of it because I was there I did all those things you know Mm -hmm. So, of course, whenever you do all these like compound movements of all these different exercises back to back, you're going to feel like you're working out. But again, is it conducive to your goals? So if you go in with a structured program, you know, where it's if you go in with a structured program and it's conducive to your goals, following a more simplified program, one, you're not going to be in the gym super duper long. You're going to actually have a program that's laid out for you for your goals, whether that is, you know, strength or whatever the performance goal may be. And then you will also go in without like the thousand rep program or workout and actually be able to put in all your effort. Even if it's maybe two to three sets of an exercise, you'll get more out of it than doing squat, lunge, shoulder press, tricep mm-hmm. kickback, you know, one in one, in one sitting. So yeah, it's like hyper fatiguing for no reason. Right. right. I mean, it's, it's the purpose of those workouts is to like show how much you're doing instead of actually put in the work. I mean, it's performative, honestly. Yeah. Really? Yeah, absolutely. And it's moving okay. past like the feel good of workouts to the actual, like feel of efficient and efficient can be hard, but it's a it's a very different type of heart. And mm-hmm. I think one woman are also probably afraid of reaching in the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, so can you speak to like how like maybe the difference between an actual like heavy set of a strength workout that's specific and isolated 
feels and is effective compared to that of like these, you know, lunge, bicep curl, shoulder press, complex movements, which are are fine in theory if you're just trying to move, but how it can feel hard because it's hyper fatiguing versus actual like loading your weights appropriately. Yeah. And there is a huge difference between those crazy compound sets and like, let's say, a deadlift or a Bulgarian split squat because I love to hate those, right? It's, yeah. Dude, you can do maybe two sets of those um, split squats and be completely gassed when, when loaded properly opposed to doing this other, like you were saying, those performative um, movements. Um, yeah. Can you speak to like what are the types of exercises that you – would choose like what are the go-tos must have in most of your programming that are those like really specific and really effective workouts as opposed to those crazy complex movements um romanian deadlifts those have the key to my heart i love (laughs) i program them for everyone anytime anyone wants to work, work any type of posterior chain this you're getting deadlifts period. Yeah. No ifs, ands, or buts. Um, but Romanian deadlifts, uh, like I said, Bulgarian split squats. I love regular barbell bench presses. Uh, and that goes back to playing in just feeling really, really strong. As a mm. woman, being able to be over there where it's, you know, usually the men and being able to bench press right alongside them, ugh, forget it. I love it. I, I love that. I love that. <laughs> Yeah. How do you how do you encourage women to get into that section of the weight room? I mean, sometimes I think people can feel intimidated, especially because it's so male dominated. Right. Like, how do you encourage women to just show up? So and so that that kind of goes into me just telling them, like, look, if you want to lift weights, there's only, there's no other way to do it besides just going into there. Maybe we'll start off with some dumbbell work so you can kind of shift off to the side. And then as you mm-hmm. gradually get more confident in that space, then, okay, let's girl, pick, go, go pick your bench. Right. What are we doing now? Yes. But definitely, um, kind of like easing into it. But at the end of the day, if you want to be there, if you want to lift weights, you have to make space for yourself, put your blinders on. No one is worrying about you. Okay. They're doing their own workout. And if they are looking at you, you're so focused into your workout. You don't even care. Okay. So that's pretty much it. Yes, I yeah. love that. And I think we all go into the gym with this mindset bubble that everyone's watching us and we're so hyper-focused on ourselves when in reality, which it's definitely not an easy thing to overcome, right. where people are honestly just so self-centered and focused on their either their own workouts or their own selves yeah. in the right. gym. They're checking their own body out in the exactly. mirror more than they're actually having the time or space to to judge you for what you're doing. And I think too, especially when we, we think about women is that like, we just talked about this in the podcast with Bethany, where like men more traditionally might be more confident even if they're less ready to go into the weight room or less skilled or less knowledgeable where women are, are more than welcome in that space. They don't have to have, like, there's not some like prerequisite to like knowing how to deadlift properly before you're allowed to enter the weight room. Like you're allowed in there because you're a human being, regardless of who you are. There's not like a sex or gender or race or stereotype that is like the barrier of entry to go into the weight section that has the heavyweights. Like that is for everyone. And it's just a matter of realizing that, well, anyone who's judging you is an asshole and we should just not care about them. (laughs) Or they're just not even thinking about you at all. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I, and I love that you, I mean, you show up w- with your own lifts and your own workouts and you show up and you show yourself mm-hmm. being that person. And I think that that can be really like inspiring for other women to say, 
hey, I can I can step into that and do that too. And I know you said you you got an Instagram back when you were like trying to figure out yeah. how to lose weight at first and maybe like falling traps. But now you are an educational resource of somebody who's doing it right. So like, how did how did you decide to show up on Instagram in that way and be that person that was lifting and showing women that they could do it too? So that's, it's kind of funny because I actually started my Instagram as an accountability thing back in 2016 and I had it hidden for the longest. I didn't show my face in any of the pictures or anything. I was just really embarrassed, I guess. Mm -hmm. I was like, Oh my God, I'm trying to lose weight. And I was just using it as an accountability, you know, tool. And then people started following me and I was like, Oh my goodness. Like people are looking at my body and looking at me do things wrong. And, but then after that, I was like, okay, like, Oh my goodness. Like I can really show up and be like, help these people. Because when I was on Instagram, nobody told me pick up some weights, you know, like, when I when I first started searching, there was no one showing like, oh, just deadlifts, or at least I wasn't finding anyone, you know? And I was like, okay, well, I can, I know what I'm doing. Like, I can help. Why can't I post this stuff, you know? So I just started posting. And it was really just, just me posting my lifts. And it, I really didn't think of it as like, oh my goodness, I'm educating anyone. It was just like, look, this is something you can do instead of, again, the crazy combo set exercises. Yeah, so I think this probably all ties into your famous saying then, strong not or not strong and snatch. Strong so and snatch, yeah. yeah, not strong, not snatch, strong and snatch strong because and we can be both, right? Yeah, I don't I don't know. Yeah. I'm built like a human thumb, but if I can get snatched someday maybe I will I'll give all the credit to you. <laughs> um so how did this phrase come about and what does it mean for you, your followers, your clients, your your message? Like what does that mean to you? Okay, so strong and snatch came across actually a client um brought that to me. So she was filling out her uh, questionnaire and she, I was like, okay, well, what are your goals? Like, let me know. And it was literally, I want to be strong and snatched. And I was like, I love this. I was like, yes, strong and snatched. So, you know, snatched is, you know, you want to, you know, want to be tight, girl. You want to be like, I don't know what I'm doing with my hands right now, but you know, you're, you look snatched, you're, you're tight, you're pulled in, you look good, but you can also be strong in the same sentence. Right. So you can still look a certain way, look how you want to look, but still be able to push some weight around. Mm-hmm. That's where it came about. And it's stuck. And I and I love it so much because you can be both. You don't have to prove one or the other. And I love yeah. it because it just plays into that idea that women can still be cliche, quote unquote, typical feminine, uh-huh. but strong. Like it's not like those two things are completely, you know, separate from each other. Like there's, there's, it's not like you're either a strong, big, you know, bulky, gross looking man. Like there's that Instagram page. that's literally called like, you look like a man. Yes, and I love people who say that stuff. Um, but if you guys don't have no follow that page, no, I follow. I love that page. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Um, but it, it ties into that idea that like, there's no reason that we can't be strong and have physical goals at the same time. Like there's not like this, this narrative that you're either strong and you literally look like the, the Hulk versus right. like being a, a socially acceptable version of what we de- deemed attractive. Like mm-hmm. the idea that those things can't coexist or that 
they shouldn't even that theory should even exist to begin with it's just like it kind of shatters that so i appreciate right. it and i like that well, i would argue that you can't be snatched without being strong because like show me a snatch yes. person they yeah. can they can show up in the gym that's how they got there you know exactly we know yeah. those those booties are strong like we know nowadays <laughs> big booties are strong booties there's there's like some men that i follow and you know they all do like deadlifts and i'm like oh my goodness their butts are so huge i was like yeah. look at them lifting these weights i was like that's how uh-huh. they got that but like if y'all want a big booty like hello pick up some weights it will come i promise yeah that's exactly what i wanted to ask you about is because you talk about building that booty all the time on your instagram and i fucking love it because like i just those like stare glute kickback routines and you just you go no 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 sweetie and you tell them what to do so for the people listening that want to grow their glutes what is the key the key is lift some weight so hip thrusts deadlifts you know Step ups, Alyssa. <laughs> so heavy- I'm literally the queen of step ups. <laughs> That's why my butt. That's the only thing I got going for me is my my. I'm like like two two inches tall and like literally no width, but that butt though, because yeah, then step ups. So exactly, yeah. You have to lift those certain lifts that will doing those stairmaster kickbacks or even like the loop machine kick. Those are cool. Not the stairmaster thing. Not that. But the, you know, kickbacks, okay, like I get it. But that is not like a main lift. That's not. That's not your bread and butter. Yeah, that's not what's going to build your butt, period. That's really the sprinkles on the cupcake. But you need the cake and the icing before you can put the sprinkles on it. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. That's not going to cut it. If you're really trying to focus on building the muscle, no, you have to lift. Maybe. Yeah, and these are the kinds of secrets you can get from following Kels on Instagram because, like, okay, honestly, let's just talk about your content for a moment on Instagram because, girl, it pops off. Like, okay. your swipe posts especially are just so aesthetically pleasing, and I, I'm just – and your reels are great. Um, I just want to say, though – or I want to ask, though, when you're creating your content – I mean, we all have our processes of, like, cycling, um, you know, what we want to talk about and what we want to reach to our followers – What's like the number one thing that comes back up again and again that you just really need to scream from the rooftops to let your followers know like this is how it should be? How to spot treat fat. How can I get rid of my love handles or how can I get rid of my arm pad? Like if I had a dollar for every time that got asked, I could retire. I could just go live on an island. I get asked that so often. And it's just like, I I say it so many times. I don't want to keep putting it out there, but it's like, I keep getting asked and I'm like, you have to be in a caloric deficit. That's the only way you can't just do like, like the real, I just meant you can't make do a thousand side bends, weighted side bends, whatever that is to lose your love handles. Like it's not possible. If that was shoot, I would be doing them. Okay. (laughs) I don't get it. I, I think it is funny to think about, like, if these things worked, don't you think, like, more right. people would be doing them? Yeah. Like, I, I, yeah. I, I guess, like, it ties into that feel good. But you're like, if there are these true big secret hacks work, yeah. like, don't you think that, like, we would be doing them? Like, I yeah. like even, like, my, my fat distribution on my body is pretty much only isolated to my stomach. Like, I can be lean and I still have stomach fat, which is totally fine. But, like, do you think if I knew that you could do, like, a side bin crunch roll over yeah. tuck thing that, like, I wouldn't be doing right. that? Like. Yeah, yeah, like if if, yeah. if these things work, don't you think I would be doing it? I would I would be doing that every day. There was like an ad I re- I got on Instagram and it was basically like this machine 
thing that you put on your stomach and you turn it on and it's supposed to give you abs in like 20 minutes a day. And I'm just like, if this were true, like, don't you think everyone would be using it? Like, I don't get it. I just don't get it. I just think, I feel like some people, it's not their fault because they truly know so little about health and fitness in the human body that when it comes to these things, like you're not wrong for thinking them, but like, this is why I'm so big about getting people to critically think through things because I'm like, Hey, like, let's take a moment to ask who's claiming this. What are they claiming? Does it actually seem effective? Like, instead of being like, Oh, okay, that's it. This, this, this infomercial device or this, this flashy multi-level marketing product, this is this is the solution. This is the secret. Right. And like, then you just waste your money, which actually like ties into a whole bunch of other things. Yeah. You're getting people to spend money on things that are useless and a waste of time and mm-hmm. profiting off of, you know, people's insecurities and many other things. But it is silly to see what like you, I mean, you admitted it, like you wrapped your belly, right? Yeah. I used to use like one saran wrap. I used to use like the sweet sweat belt and the cream. And I swore I was doing something and it's just like, uh, no, <laughs> no, nah, that ain't it, sis. Yeah. But these, these like marketing companies, I mean, they're, they're horrendous, but they like, I mean, they prey on our deepest insecurities. And so when you are feeling vulnerable, that's when they swoop in and say, I have the thing for you. Yeah. So yeah, it's definitely, <laughs> that's one of the things that we're always fighting is just multi-level marketing in general, because <laughs> Not only not only are the products that they are selling um, probably not going to work, but they're also um, including women in a chain of um, putting putting their own pockets out to buy the products to then try to like recruit other women and yeah, yeah. Girl, it's it's a toxic party. cycle. We don't we don't love that. Yeah, don't start <laughs> on MLMs, girl. <laughs> so. Now that we're wrapping up, tell us about how women can find your programs, what they are, what they're about, how they can train with you, how they can get strong and snatched and build up booty all at the same time, which, you know, we kind of established kind of all happens together. It's this magic trifecta, right? Right. So how how can they work with you, train with you? I know you have your little, you have a group program, right? Mm -hmm. That has to do with this. So go ahead and tell us all about that. So I have my Built by Kells program. It's just a monthly program where I write the program for you and you just follow it. This is kind of kind of like an introductory where you kind of don't know exactly what to do, but you know you want to start getting stronger. This is that. I help you. We have a Facebook group and, you know, people put their videos in. I provide form feedback and things like that. Um, then I also have my one-on-one training where I write your program for you, um, where it's customized to your goals. And then we consistently talk on a weekly basis, making sure we're hitting those goals. Or if we ever need to alter anything, we can do that. Um, I also have, well, I'm actually working on editing it, um, is my stronger at home program, because of course, Miss Rona is still alive and well. (laughs) Are still on lockdown, or some people just aren't comfortable with going to the gym yet. Um, So Mm -hmm. that is basically an at-home program, strictly body weight, um, that will help you still get stronger at home, or at least uh, maintain where you are right now. So that way, when you you're ready to go back into the gym, it's not like of a complete shock to your body or you know anything like that. Yeah, that's great. And I love that you have the Facebook group for form instruction too. I mean, that's um, honestly rare and which it shouldn't be. Um, But yeah, I love that that's a part of the program because of course, if you are starting a lifting program and you're kind of new, then that's really crucial for you to uh, be assured that you're doing the lifts correctly in a way that's going to maximize your 
performance. So I love that. Thank you. Is there anything else that you would like to share with our audience before um, we wrap up with our game? (laughs) Um, Not really. I think I think we did pretty good, ladies. Yay! Okay, good. Um, and where can everyone find you on social media? Uh, at Kells James, K E L L S, last name James. That's me on Instagram. And yeah, that's pretty much it. I'd be on the gram. Perfect. And we're we're gonna link that down below in the show notes for everybody. Um, so to close our episode, it's time for this or that. While we truly believe that life exists in the messy middle for the sake of fun and irony, we like to close the show by forcing our guests to rapid fire choose between contrasting things. Today's this or that items were specifically selected for you. There will be nine rounds, I think. Yes. Kels, mm-hmm. are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> Squat or deadlift? Deadlift. Yeah, you already gave it away earlier, so. Yeah. We, we had this prepared pre, pre before you exposed this, the truth. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So do you pronounce Reese's or Reese's? Reese's. Yeah. Okay. We're in the same, we're on the same yeah. team. Who says Reese's? I don't know. Well, people are like, it's Reese's Pieces. And I'm like, no. Oh, no, not Pieces. No, it's yeah, Reese's, no. Club, it's Reese's. <laughs> but there's like those Reese's Pieces M&M thing. I don't know. Those are trash anyway. So yeah. like, let's not talk about them. <laughs> okay. Reels or swipe posts? Reels. Those are my you're, favorite, right? You're so good you're at them. You're the game, so dude. good at them. I can never. <laughs> Y'all are so good. I'm just, I'm going to sit in the back. <laughs> um, okay. More weight or more reps? More weight. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Would you rather drink or dry shot your pre-workout? Dry, dry, like, like this, like dry the spoon. Dry scoop. If you guys don't follow her on Instagram, every day before the gym, she has like this hype dance party mm-hmm. where she like straight up just takes a scoop of free workout and just like shots it back, yeah. like it's like it's sophomore year of college. Sure, yeah, <laughs> I love that. Okay, Dwight or Jim? Oh my goodness, that's hard. <laughs> oh, y'all got me. I love wow. Um, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Dwight. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Stairmaster kickback or booty band only workouts? Oh, Which do you hate more? Uh, I'm gonna go with booty band only workouts because you can get a little creative. If you're just standing there kicking back, oh girl, you can have a long yeah. workout. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah and i think Alyssa already spoiled this one but dance party pre or post workout or both do you both um so dance okay so definitely pre-workout jams i need to get that like trademark this is what we do so my fiance and i we do pre-workout jams like like Alyssa was saying we just turn on the music and just hype ourselves up but what i don't show is we do have post-workout jams but it's just not as fun because we're not taking the pre-workout we're kind of like all right yeah yeah, yeah. But you, you did it, so it's just like a little celebration, but it's not like the hype to get into it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely, yeah. definitely uh, pre-workout. Okay, last one. Okay, strong or snatched? Oh, <laughs> oh, just kidding. We're not gonna make you. We're not gonna make you. If I had to choose, I would go with strong because, like, like Kate was saying, like you can't be, you know, snatched. Without you can't you be snatched. Be if you're not strong. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Um, This was great. I'm so excited that we got to talk about all things like lifting and like strength training for women, because we, we definitely have missed out on, on chatting about that this season so far. And so I'm so happy that you're here to fill that gap for us. I, so many women um, who follow us, I know want to be weightlifting if they're not already. And so um, Kels is a great resource. You guys should go follow her on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, 
her swipe posts and her reels are both informative and fun and funny and beautiful. So like, yeah. what are you doing? Go follow her. And if you were a young CPT, you should literally be looking up to her. So oh, like, wow. bravo. Your content creation and just your engagement and your Thank your you. debunking quality. I, I, I applaud 10 times over. So Thanks. anyway, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today. Share your story. Share your knowledge with us. So we want you to live well, demand better, and stay messy. Ooh, crushed it. Thank Yay. you guys so much for tuning in. Um, if you like this episode, make sure to follow Kels on Instagram. We'll link all of her stuff below. Give her a follow. Check out her stuff. And be sure to rate, review, share the podcast, and give it some love. Thanks so much. We'll catch you next week. Bye.